Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, my Star Wars fans, I am so happy to have, as in our virtual studio, Mr. Eric Leone, who is the local director of Saber Guild Corellia. Eric, welcome to the program, and thank you for interrupting your day to talk about leadership, but also about your organization, Saber Guild Corellia. Well, thank you for having me. For the benefit of our guests, before we jump into Saber Guild Corellia, can you share with our audience a little bit about your education background and experience? Sure. Um, in terms of degrees, uh, I have a bachelor's in English literature from Stony Brook University. I'm also a recent graduate of Lincoln Tech's uh, CNC machinist program. Um, currently, I'm working as a uh, setup technician for CNC machines with a company in Northern Jersey. Excellent. So, okay, I, I met you and your crew, which is very large, at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, before the Seton Hall University Pirates Xavier game. And Saber Guild Corellia was all over the stadium providing some really, really great entertainment. So, for the benefit of our audience, um, what is Saber Guild? Corellia. Well, Saber Guild Corellia is actually a chapter of a larger organization. It's called Saber Guild International. Saber Guild is a non-for-profit uh, Lucasfilm recognized Star Wars costuming group. Uh, there are other groups like us, but we specialize specifically in choreographed lightsaber shows. We perform at charity and community events, as well as comic book and science fiction conventions, all to raise money for charity and share our love of Star Wars with fans around the world. Uh, currently, I think they just recently approved our 800th member, so we're a growing organization. Uh, we have many chapters around the United States and a few abroad in countries like Peru, Japan, Italy, uh, Costa Rica, and so on. And, and so within your group, you have 200 performers. Uh, within our group uh, alone, we only have 30 performers, but these okay. are all local New Jersey uh, residents and our area, specifically the state of New Jersey. Well, it's it's really it's really cool. As a matter of fact, Seton Hall could have used Seton Hall basketball could have used some of your you know your your crew in the basketball court that day. Um, <laughs> I think you guys perform far better than Seton Hall basketball performed that day. But everyone was so kind and was so much in character. And I was watching the interaction with the children and it was just a big hit. Was that your first time at the Prudential Center or is this, you guys are a regular there? Uh, for our organization, no. Saber Guild's actually put on performances during some of the uh, uh, New Jersey Devils sometimes will put on a Star Wars night. So we've actually put on shows uh, during the intermissions and and in the main uh, concourse of the Prudential Center. Personally, for me, this was my first time going to that venue, so it was kind of nice to see the place finally. It always seemed like something had conspired to keep me from being able to make it out there for that event. So it was good to be there. Excellent. Yeah, because, you know, it's interesting. After I, I, I saw you and, and, and a few of your colleagues there in R2-D2 with Princess Leia, I was going up the escalator, and I noticed that uh, there was another 
group of, of your colleagues that were uh, the stormtroopers that were in another part of the building. That's, and, and it was just, it was just really nice. So, well, you know, we're only one organization. What you actually saw was a joint effort between uh, four, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, so, uh, Sabriel Corellia, our group is specifically oriented around Jedi and Sith and those kind of characters. But whenever you see stormtroopers, um, that's specifically from the group called the 5 to 101st Legion. Oh. Uh, okay. And they have their own chapter within New Jersey. Uh, we also have uh, Rebel Legion, which is more of the good guy side of things. Your Princess mm -hmm. Leia, some of your rebel pilots and troopers. And then it actually is a group referred to as the uh, R2D2 Builders Club. Um, so whenever you see an R2D2 roaming around with someone at the remote, that, that's those guys. So we've always made a conscious effort because we're all uh, Lucasfilm approved charity organizations to work together and try to create a, a good community, you know, external between our different organizations, work together, to communicate if there are new uh, opportunities for fundraising and just general uh, events. That is awesome. That is awesome. So let's, let's talk about some of the charities that um, Sabre Guild Corellia uh, supports. Can you share with our audience some of the charities that you've been involved with? Certainly. Uh, one of our main charity recipients and certainly one of the biggest is Robert Wood Johnson Children's Hospital in New Brunswick. Um, frequently, they're, they're one of our main recipients. Uh, we occasionally run um, raffles and different conventions and stuff for uh, combat-ready lightsabers. So all the proceeds, 100% of every dollar we raise for those kind of events will go straight to that. We've also been involved either assisting or directly fundraising for some local schools uh, for the Special Olympics of New Jersey, as well as some other uh, charitable causes. Uh, American Bulldogs Foundation, if I remember correctly, and, and so on. Wow, and, and, and so your group, this is, this is really a labor of love. I mean, uh, as you said, all of the funds go to the charity. So this is just something that each of the Sabre Guild Corellia members, they just donate their, 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 their time and their expertise. Absolutely. And in some cases, even our dollars, um, when there are times when we have to pay for rehearsal spaces or other costs of the group, the entire group shares it together. Um, we are hundred percent in terms of our internal uh, funds. We donate ourselves to the cause. And in terms of our time and our talent, it's 100% a volunteer effort. There are no paid people. Um, everyone's there because they want to be there. Everyone's there as an ardent volunteer. Um, because we're part of a global organization, there is an application process to get in. But really, the big focus there is on the fidelity of costuming, because our global branch has a costuming uh, requirement that we have to meet. And uh, generally, we just do what we can to make sure the members are you know, properly equipped, that they're safe, that they're having fun, and, and we just try to have a good time and do something good for the community. You know, throughout this interview, I'm really going to stress in, uh, the, the information as to how people can get in touch with you so that if they needed your, your Saber Guild Corellia to support their charity, because it's such great work, how can people get in touch with you? Well, in terms of direct emails, we have our Gmail. It's going to be saberguildcorellia at gmail.com. You can also actually reach us through our global leadership. When you go to saberguild.org, 
any temple in the world is actually listed on that website and you can actually reach out and make a uh, an event request directly through that as well and that'll be forwarded to us so there are actually two two different ways to reach us and we also have our, our social media our front facing media so we have our, our own uh, facebook page we have our own instagram page so whether it's a exchange of visuals or exchange of just communication there are many avenues to reach us and so your performances um how long is a typical performance that that, that you'll do well, we can have a lot of variation on that. Sometimes it could be eight minutes of no dialogue, high intensity, just choreographed combat. Sometimes we're going to have up to 30 minutes where it'll be a scripted show where the dialogue is pre-recorded and everything is worked out to a T. Uh, in some cases, our programming will include Padawan training where we take kids and actually put padded lightsabers in their hands and, and we'll walk them through things. So we'll have uh, wireless mics attached to our instructors and, and they'll actually be walking kids through how to use a lightsaber without hitting each other along the way, of course. <laughs> wow. And, and do you do non-charity work like birthday parties? Well, for us, even birthday parties would be charity. Um, we're actually required never to take any sort of payment uh, for our services. That's part of uh, the stipulations with working within the uh, umbrella of Lucasfilm's permission. But that's not really a problem for us. Generally, when it comes to private events, we would ask someone to make a direct donation. And oh, nice. So they could, they could make a donation to a charity. That's awesome. Right. And then we would see the receipt. And then essentially, it's not so much an exchange as, okay, this is the suggested amount, but you decide what you want to do. And it's voluntary. Very required. nice. Very nice. And and how do you find the, I mean, this whole Star Wars phenomenon is just huge. Someone, a good friend of mine, Larry Schwartz from the uh, information industry, uh, is out in California at Disneyland. And he posted a picture on Instagram, 630 people, I mean, crowds of people were lined up outside of the gates to get in to see the Star Wars new exhibition. <laughs> That is that is just phenomenal. So, do you do you find that uh, the demand for Saber Guild Corellia is at an all time high, or is it at a, at a steady high high note? Um, I think I've found, uh, at least in terms of, of Saber Guild uh, as a whole, is that we are growing. We are getting the word out about our existence and about uh, the good work we do. But it's constantly like a steady pace. Um, yes, we'll have bursts, especially in terms of recruitment for new people uh, after movies or, or TV shows will premiere. But generally, uh, it's been pretty steady and continuous uh, through uh, my time, at least as a Saber Guild member. Um, we'll have bursts, but never anything that would really just have a sudden drop off or anything of that nature. And so how long has Saber Guild Corellia been involved in New Jersey? Uh, Corellia is actually entering, we're our fourth year now. Um, so we're the fourth year for council, because uh, each year we actually elect our leaders. Um, and that's actually stipulated in our global charter. Um, but uh, we were founded uh, about three, yeah, almost exactly three years ago. It would have been right at the end of December, beginning of January, it would have been our official anniversary. But um, 
in terms of uh, organization on the whole, uh, Sabre Guild actually started in California, I want to say 10 years ago now. And slowly uh, they became more known and, and eventually a, a couple of people came out here and were living out here in New, in New York City and actually decided to start a chapter out there and kind of started to springboard from that point and everything filtered out. And, 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 and you mentioned earlier <clears throat> in our interview that um, this is sanctioned by uh, Lucasfilm, if I, if I understood correctly. And, well, and they allow us to do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kind of call it a permission of sorts or mm -hmm. to use their license without any fear of uh, any sort of reprisal. Right, and you're right. <laughs> the copyright police will come. <laughs> so, of course. But, you know, intellectual property is a big thing in this day and age. Oh, yes. But the fact that they're willing to let us uh, play in George Lucas's sandbox and, and do some good along the way is really great. And I think it's come to their attention and certainly to Disney's now that the ownership has changed hands that the, these fan organizations add value to the intellectual property as a whole um, because it just sends a positive message that this can, this idea, this, this story can be a force for good in real life, not just in fiction. That is awesome. And so when you, when you think about Disney, um, has there been any discussion with Disney to maybe uh, to honor the work that you guys do to um, maybe have some potential uh, interaction with Disney at their parks or in their film? No, I haven't heard anything of that nature. Um, I know sometimes we have some interactions with the performers and the actors from the action movies. So sometimes we'll actually make some of them honorary members. Um, uh -huh. depending on if there's a crossover between our local members attending a convention or some such event and, you know, people from the films and the TV shows uh, attending. So we can kind of create those moments where we can connect with the people who, who are in front of the camera, at least, or in some cases, even behind it. Yeah. It's just an opportunity to honor the people who are, are directly involved. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Eric Leone, who's the local director of Saber Guild Corellia. If you have ever seen uh, any Star Wars enactment characters around New Jersey, um, I would bet you it's, it's Mr. Eric Leone's uh, group from Saber Guild Corellia. And so the costumes are so authentic. Um, as, as, as Jack Nicholson said in the first Batman, where do you get those toys? Where do you guys get these costumes from? Because they look like they're right out of the film. Um, some of it is locally made. We actually have a, a seamstress and some leather workers among our ranks locally as a temple. Uh, other times members will actually go to vendors that are recommended within our ranks. Um, especially for various uh, lightsabers, because a big concern for us is we do stage, uh, staged combat, choreographed fighting. So we have to be concerned about how impact resistant, how resilient our equipment's gonna be. So there's actually a safety quotient to this that wouldn't normally be con a concern. Um, but you know, a lot of it is our members talking to new recruits, warning them away from things that may not be as safe or as, as long lasting, telling them where to look for the best stuff or in some cases, just a good starting platform to get their costume and their lightsaber together to, to get started. And uh, so you, you've mentioned the word temple a, 
a couple of times. And so you're a part of a temple, so to speak, correct? That's correct. Okay. And um, or, or, or do you guys have like special meetings and special handshake or? or... Uh, nothing that uh, cultish. <laughs> okay. The whole concept, and I suppose chapter was a little too urbane. Uh, yeah, temple sounds cooler, right? Temple well, sounds... it fits the whole theme of us being Jedi and Sith oriented. So it's yeah. oriented around these specific groups. And that's, I think, a big part of the reason why the chapters got started being called temples. Um, you know, sometimes we simply refer to ourselves as Sabre of Corellia, the public, sometimes Corellia Temple, but it's all, you know, in context. But in terms of meetings, we actually have regular uh, Tuesday rehearsals. That's a public event, usually, unless we have closed rehearsals for a specific event that we're preparing for. Uh, those are going to be down in the Rahway Senior Center right now. Um, but you can always see that which events will be public on our Facebook page. We actually post our public rehearsals so anyone can join in. You know, we always have people bringing extra sabers as backups for themselves, and no one has any problem lending them out to someone who's new, who's just starting for the first time. Um, generally, we just let, let people come and enjoy themselves. Uh, that's, that is really cool. So if you could repeat that, um, where are your your public rehearsals held uh it's going to be down in the rawway senior center so it's rawway new jersey uh tuesday nights usually from uh, 7 to 9 30 p.m um again not all of them will be public but we will always post our public rehearsals on our facebook page so if you're ever not sure you can always look there and you'll see it right under the events tab well you know this show is all about leadership and whether it's a for-profit or not-for-profit, charity organization. It's all about working with people. And so, you know, you are the, the local director there of, 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 of the Temple of Saber Guild Corellia. Talk to us about how do you um, manage new people coming in to your temple to ensure that they're going to be one with the, the, the goal and the objective of the task that, that you have before you, and that is to bring joy and happiness to, to children and, and adults. Um, big part of it is, is building the right culture and building uh, a certain degree of training into people. And that relates to multiple skills because we're kind of a weird uh, juxtaposition of kind of weird synthesis of acting and uh, martial arts and craftsmanship. And all these things start to come together. So what we generally want to try to do is, is ease people in, give them what they need to just get started, give them the basics uh, in terms of uh, how to move, you know, something as simple as how to walk. Um, when you suddenly become a reformer, every moment you're on stage out in front of an audience, you have to project specific things to the audience. You have to project uh, it could be confidence, uncertainty, it could be bullying, it could be any number of things because you may be a good guy or a bad guy out there. And on top of that, um, there's a physicality to this in terms of the stage combat and teaching people the difference between what you would do if you were actually sparring versus what we do, which is choreographed and safety oriented. Stage combat is one of the most bipolar activities you'll ever engage in. At the one's hand, you have to look to the audience like you are fully prepared to kill another human being. But 
in reality, you have to be absolutely concerned and focused on keeping them safe the entire time. So it's kind of building in that juxtaposition, that unity of opposites between these two different states, the outward appearance and the inward reality, I guess you could call it. You know, you, you seem to be very, very professional, very calm, um, very, uh, a very good leader. But do you have, oftentimes, do you happen from time to time, uh, you get someone who is a little bit unreasonable and, and you have to redirect their, their energy? It can happen from time to time, sure. And what, what techniques? What part techniques? of it is understanding mm-hmm. as a leader, you have to kind of, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Oh, no, 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 I no. cut you off. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a worry. Um, yeah. You know, one of the things I've noticed dealing with uh, people who might be difficult is it's a lot about building the right structure. Um, where the person is reacting negatively because they have an issue with self-esteem or they have an issue with uh, ego or they have an issue with temper or any number of other personality uh, flaws. They can still be integrated into a team, but the key thing is that the focus has to be shifted to the team. Um, Some of that comes down to uh, the structure of how you build an organization like this and the values you reinforce, not just in the broad strokes and what you say overall, it's in the everyday actions, in the everyday decisions where that's going to be really reinforced. And if you're reinforcing that and trying to bring people around to that, most will respond in time. It just, it takes patience and it does take a certain degree of doggedness and perseverance. And, and through your selection process, um, have, you ever, have you ever had the occasion where you did not admit someone because maybe you thought they weren't the right fit for the culture? Uh, generally, we try to be as inclusive as humanly possible. Um, so generally, when we try to stop someone from being part of our culture, it's a concern less about uh, being a, the right fit and more about whether they are safe to be part of our community, safe for our community, that is. But as much as possible, we try to be as inclusive as we humanly can be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Regardless of differences in physical ability, regardless of personality differences. Because I found, at least with groups like this, and I've been in other organizations like this, is that these communities are a place for people to come together from very different communities, very different life experience, very different walks of life. And that's what makes it unique is that it is able to include all these points of view and these ideas and these people. And they can all still coexist working towards a common goal. And that's that's what's special and, and worth preserving in this, to me at least. You know, there's a lot to be said about your philosophy there, and I applaud it because People talk about diversity and inclusion in our society. And when you learn about other people's cultures in their languages, um, it expands your understanding of, of people. So I, I, I applaud you for that. And so how do you, 
you are no doubt, in my humble opinion, a, a great leader. Um, is that a role that you aspire to or is a role that it just happened? Um, I'd say it was a little bit of both. Um, I was part of another organization that did things similar to the one I'm in now, Winter Sabre del Corellia. But unfortunately, over time, the leadership within that organization faltered and, and started treating their people badly. And I suppose that for me, at least, I learned how to lead by seeing how others shouldn't have led, if that makes any sense. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, that, mm -hmm. and that kind of uh, led me to start to want to step up to do right by the people I cared about and, and to try to do more. Um, I don't know if I call that accident per se. I definitely think there was some decision making, but I don't know if it was all on the conscious level. Um, but over time I shifted my personal focus because I had come from a martial arts background, from a, uh, a background that was more physically oriented to this idea of uh, from being a teacher to being more of a leader. And that, and that shifted my focus and, and had me start to uh, shift my gaze a bit. And then eventually I was recruited into Sabre Guild as a whole. And uh, when I moved out to New Jersey here, I joined the local chapter. Very nice. And if I may ask, what martial art did you study? Uh, I've studied a few. Um, the one I studied the most, though, was uh, Shonru Karate-do. Um, mm -hmm. Eventually, I did uh, have to leave that school simply because martial arts can be an expensive proposition as a hobby. Right. <laughs> but uh, I've managed to dab on a few others and being part of groups like this actually opened me up to many different martial styles. Um, but I've formally trained with Sean Ru, I've trained with uh, Ryuki Kempo, I've mm -hmm. trained a little bit with Baguazang Kung Fu. Uh, mm -hmm. But really, it's just it's picking up skills, it's understanding that everything stems back to a human being moving and seeking to avoid conflicts where necessary and defend yourself where you know, it is also necessary. Absolutely. Know that. <laughs> Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Eric Leone, who's the local director of the Sabre Guild Corellia. And our interview time is actually winding down. But Eric, if you could, could you please repeat where folks can get in touch with you and your organization? Certainly. Uh, you can reach us on, on our uh, email. It's going to be saberguildcorelia at gmail.com. Also, our uh, global website, you can be reached through. Uh, it's going to be saberguild.org. And you can look us up under uh, local temples. There's actually a tab right at the top there to tell you about uh, the local Saber Guild uh, temples in your area. So that uh, applies to many areas of the country as well as around the world. Um, also, you can reach us through our public-facing Facebook page. Just type in Sabrigo Corellia, and that under the events tab, you'll see where our rehearsals are as well. And Corellia is spelled C-O-R-E-L-L-I-A. And so um, when is your next performance coming up, public performance? Uh, if you give me a moment, I'm afraid I'm been a little... Left here. <laughs> I can let you know that. 
Again, while he's looking that up, uh, we are here with Mr. Eric Leone of the Saber Guild Corellia. And if you have uh, a charity that where you need for them to perform, uh, please contact Mr. Eric Leone. Uh, here we go. So our next public event is gonna be the Camden County Library. Uh, that's probably going to just be a Padawan train. Uh, we're also actually gonna be at Greater Philadelphia Comic-Con. It's a little out of our normal area of operation, but uh, thanks to some friends at an organization called Cap City Jedi, we've actually managed to uh, gain access to that convention. Uh, we're also gonna be at the Roxbury Public Library, the Quantic Township Public Library, and we're going to be doing some events with uh, some other organizations. And if you're looking for one of our bigger productions, uh, later in the summer, you're going to see us at Lakewood Blue Claws uh, for one of the biggest shows we do all year. It's going to be a multi-act show spread out over the baseball game before, during, and with a big battle after. Well, that is excellent. Eric, I want to thank you for coming on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Eric Leone. He's the local director of Safer Guild Corellia. Eric, thanks for coming on the program. On Leadership with Darrell Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Have a great weekend, but remember, leadership begins with you.